Paul. Ooh. Hello, everyone. Oh, Ooh, that's sensual. That's just, that was kind of sleepy voice. <laughs> <laughs> like, hi, guys. How's Welcome it going? back to the Couple of Catches podcast. Okay. <laughs> Too much. <No. laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome back. How are you, Avery J? Ooh, I am powering through, sister. <laughs> Powering through. It's, it's really nice here this week in the Chicagoland area. It's 65 the other day, 72 the other day, and then now it's going to be 46 again. So I feel like we give um, a little bit of a weather update every episode now, too. So maybe I know. This is what just is that? Like, you know, the news. What do we think we are? All right, y'all. It is time to catch you up with a couple of catches where we talk about what we talked about last week. Give you a little rundown. <laughs> Episode four, we talked about spring training rule changes, question mark. Do we love them? Do we hate them? Avery and Cindy were not a fan. I was not a fan (laughs) of a couple of them as well. And then I chatted about the worst fan bases in the history of sports. All of them. All of them. All of them suck. So if you want to listen to any of that, go back to episode four and give it a listen. Beautiful. Now we're going to hit you with a couple highlights that happened this week. Uh, just coming out as we're recording, a few minutes before recording, the Cowboys finally made the move. They re-signed Dak Prescott to a four-year, $160 million contract with $129 million guaranteed. Yes, then, ma'am. <laughs> I know you'd like that. Oh, yeah. Just the other day, the Nets add six-time All-Star Blake Griffin to the star-studded roster there in Brooklyn. So that's that's a, that's huge. That's a big Very move big for him, yeah. The Milwaukee Brewers officially announced the addition of outfielder Jackie Bradley Jr. We knew that was kind of happening a week and a half ago, but it it was made official just the other day. Okay, cool. And the state of California finally is getting it together. It's going to allow limited fans to outdoor sporting events. And Disney World's probably going to open here on April 1st. So that's, or Disneyland is probably going to open on April 1st. So that's a big deal. They're going to be open to non-California residents. Yeah, whatever. Bye. Well, (laughs) SAS did inform me about Chicago. Yes. Yeah. You know what? Good news. Um, Chicago was jumping on that train as well for the sporting events and allowing limited amounts of real people to, to be spectators. So that's cool. No more cardboard. Um, but thank you so much, Lori Lightfoot, for for making that amazing announcement and allowing us to, to view sports in person. So that, the rest okay. of the state was fine, but yeah, Chicago just had to be that guy. <laughs> yeah. So and she's a Sox fan. So like, Thank you. Don't tolerate it. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Some other real feel good stories for this week. I oh, are we gonna are we gonna get rid of the angry vibe from last week? <laughs> Do some yes, yes. We always tend to be a little bit heated when we talk yeah. about some of these things. So another feel good story. My topic mm-hmm. is on cute little Luca Garza. Okay, this man man because he's literally a six foot 11 like yeah. a tall man uh plays for the university of iowa hawkeyes okay he's a mm-hmm. senior he plays center and he's number 55 like i said he's 6 11 265 he's a monster he's huge Beast. um he's played all four years of his career actually with the hawkeyes so he didn't transfer didn't go anywhere else mm-hmm. um which is kind of cool i think and yeah you know, the college space it's when you're able to do that so um plays basketball for the hawkeyes he's had a very explosive career and this kid's been in the spotlight for his height, his talent, just yeah. being all over good kid. 
Um, and he was also a four-star recruit in his hometown of Washington, D.C. before yeah. he um, even went to Iowa. So he came to Iowa in 2017. So I'm just giving you a little bit of backstory here. Okay. Came to Iowa in 2017. And he actually, since then, has claimed many, many, many titles. He's a decorated athlete. Like, he's yeah. great. Um, he's claimed the title of Big Ten Player of the Year, first team All Big Ten player, the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar Award recipient, the Pete Newell Big Man Award recipient, as well as being named a first team All-American athlete. So decorated. He's so decorated. Show me your medals. <laughs> Show me your medals. <laughs> Yeah, and Sporting News actually named Garza Player of the Year um, back in 2020. Now, okay. little known fact, and the reason why I even know about this is because obviously scrolling on the beautiful internet and Twitter and all of this, um, there was a really cool announcement I'm going to talk about here that mm-hmm. was videoed, um, and Garza is the center of all of this. But during this announcement, it was actually talked about where Sporting News did name him as Player of the Year last year. And if they decide to give him that title again this year after the season, mm-hmm. it'll be back-to-back award um, recipient years. And the last time that happened, Michael Jordan was the last person to oh, receive the back-to-back recipients back in 83 yeah. and 84. That's so, huge. Yeah, with the North Carolina Tar Heels, obviously. So to right. be able to be compared – to mj i feel like that's a little foreshadowing there don't you yeah yeah that's a little Ooh, that gives me the chills thinking about it it's like oh man that's cool to be able to go down right and like to see to witness history like as that's happening like a really really great college player where you know 10 years down the road maybe he's already got two three nba championships like you don't know what's going to happen but anyway luca garza has scored 2100 plus career points um as a hawkeye like i said a lifer and he's caught the attention of many, many NBA scouts along the way. So good for him. I'm excited for him. So anyway, what happened um, after the game on Saturday? Oh, yes. Um, there the was. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The juicy part. There was a really, really great announcement. Um, again, with this video that surfaced, Iowa announced at the conclusion of this season, they mm-hmm. will be retiring Garza's jersey number. Number <laughs> cute. So again, like as soon as he made that announcement, he starts like crying and tearing oh, up. And yeah. I'm just sitting there like in my bed. I don't even know what time it was, like maybe 11 30 midnight, and I'm sitting there scrolling, like he's cute so ass. This is so cute. <laughs> so and of course he was very teary-eyed, wiping everything away with like his jersey. I'll have to send you the video. It's adorable. Right. Like swaying back and forth, like very nervous, very just like innocent. Like he was a yeah. huge guy, but he's just like a little kid. You could see he was so Sweetheart. excited. Um you know, and did his little acceptance speech and everything. Mm-hmm. So again, just an all over feel good story. I'm mm-hmm. happy that there are legit athletes who still truly enjoy their game and they don't let the fame get to their head. And, you know, this whole pay for play type thing in college, like that's not getting, you know, to some people who are really good like that. Cause I'm right. sure he's going to be swimming in buku bucks for like life, obviously from deals right. and sponsorships and stuff. So, you know, and, and the announcement was made in front of his teammates, his coaches yeah, after the so game, cute. after playing Wisconsin on Saturday, and then like a stadium full of cardboard cutouts. Yeah. So the only part of all of that, that I wish would have been able to like change is if there were fans there to be able to like yeah. cheer him on and, you know, give him those goosebumpy feelings of playing in front of your Hawkeye nation that you've played in front of the last four years. So, I mean, that's a really big deal that they announce to an active player that their right. jersey is going to be retired. I feel like like five minutes after he's done playing. Yeah. yeah. Like you're like, what? You're still, you're still a student here. We're going to retire your jersey. What in the world? 
Yeah. And so like, even knowing that, like, what do you do when you, you know, going forward, are you going to like save up all of your jerseys and like put them on eBay right away? Are you going to like give them to your family members? What are you going to do? You know, how does this work? Safe to say Garza is definitely going to be part of that debate as far as who's the greatest player to have ever played at Iowa for, you know, men's basketball. So good for him. Really excited for, for, you know, what's to come for him and maybe the NBA and stuff. So, but definitely not forgettable. (laughs) He is not definitely not going to be a forgettable guy, especially college basketball and in the NBA, the future it's, it's going to be bright for this young man, this adult grown man. (laughs) I hate when they say, I hate when they call them kids and these young guys, these little yeah. guys. I'm like, no, I do that sometimes. Man. I get, yeah, I'm, I'm I know we're so, that. it's like regional. We're so used to it, but he won't be right. forgotten. And no. that kind of is the, the perfect way to pop in on what I wanted to talk about this week. And that is <laughs> the forgotten MLB teams. And now I don't want to sound like the title alone forgotten means anyone's trashing these teams because that's okay. not like, not what we're about like not sure. what we're doing. <laughs> it's opposite it's really it's, it is the opposite of that they're undervalued I think okay. it's a better term to put it under my purpose really is to spread the hope spread the message that they are in fact not trash repeat not trash I think the teams they're undervalued they're much more deserving they're classy it makes sense so so are they contenders or they're just not like awful <laughs> they just exist but they're not like totally bad yes they're middle of the road i guess okay and it, it could very well average. change average. pretty quickly yes at the moment at the moment average okay for sure so the science behind picking these was very mathematical a lot of research went into this is very technical as it always does right <laughs> no, not not at all actually <laughs> i made the list of mlb teams and the ones at the end were basically the undervalued list I went through and I named them all. It's like, who the, who are the ones people forget about? Who yeah. are those last floater guys? So maybe even I'm, you know, trying to convince myself to get it together and give these guys some more attention. Also, please note, of course, this could be like a regional thing too. You know what I mean? Sure, like different, different regions of the countries have a different list. This is Avery J's from right. the different parts that I've lived in. And um, like and what I've you're lived. exposed to. Right. Right. And I've been all across the country except for on the west coast i've lived in all those different places so just the avery j list finally i'm gonna begin (laughs) i'm uh, the most recognizable to the most forgotten okay i mean i literally hate saying that (laughs) hate saying the word forgotten but it's like hashtag clickbait (laughs) it's okay they'll forgive you first sass any first of all any guesses about who it would be probably not well if they're forgotten then i probably wouldn't be able to name them now would i people Okay, the good old-fashioned Cincinnati Reds. Now, I would say a couple years ago, I would have almost entirely forgotten about the organization and not because they had some type of terrible record. They had their first postseason burst since 2013 last year. The 2020 season, they were in the extended playoffs. So maybe like an asterisk by the 2020 season because I don't know how serious people take that really. But still, they haven't had much of a strong push or strong postseason since their winnings in the early 90s really Definitely. I mean regardless for me since he hasn't I mean historically been a major or top producing sports city and mm-hmm. certainly that's starting to change now of course with the addition of Joe Burrow um, and the, with the Bengals a much yep. needed boost that franchise needed 
but the young talent has found their way through, I think this Reds organization, the arms, the arms are coming in hot. I mean, you still got the veterans like Sonny Gray, which we almost all of us know that mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a beast, a uh, Wade Miley's in the rotation with younger guys in the bullpen, um, real good lefty Amir Garrett. Yeah. Hot shot righty, Michael Lorenzen, young prospects like Nick Lodolo, the 22 year old righty that could easily work his way into starting rotation, especially, you know, the way they look right now. And right. even after a short time in the organization, I mean, Hunter green, 21 year old right-handed pitcher. He was a Tommy John rehab guy with really his serious potential in the next year or two. And I know you, you understand Tommy John recovery can be it's hit or miss, honestly, but it's a lot more hit than it used to be. You know, It absolutely is. Missed. And at our, actually just listening to that, he's 21 tj survivor already like and still has all that potential so like these guys it's so crazy to hear about how young they're starting to get that surgery and recover from it so good luck and it's crazy because plenty of those guys get a second tommy john exactly right like you're not just it's not a one and done like it could very well happen again so be careful good also i do i have to give a quick shout out to my buddy johnny turtle aka jonathan india he's the third baseman top 15 prospects just crushing in spring training shout out to you johnny i'm proud of you my friend heck yeah mvp mvp sizzle moving on (laughs) second i gotta go with this one i mean this one regionally we're gonna know this one a little bit more because of where we are but most people might forget about the minnesota twins okay okay yes they're more, like I said, well-known in the West Coast and especially being in the AL Central with your White Sox. Right. We play we've them. Seen yeah, it, we've sure. seen a ton of them. We see them all the time. And right. they have spring training in Florida. So being a Red Sox fan here, we play the Twins all the time. Yeah. You at least have that decent amount of ex- exposure to them versus yes, correct. somebody else you might This know. one is tough. Honestly, they're really good. They won the AL Central last year. Yeah. But like, but like, if somebody asked you that, like, if you were at trivia on a Thursday night and they said like, who won the AL Central last year, would you be able to say them? Probably not. But like, hell no, dog. I don't right. know. Like, it's not memorable. You're right. They are a forgotten team for sure. The team in Minnesota. <laughs> they, <laughs> they can't play outside until like August. <laughs> right. Yeah. Now this one is tough because I said they're good. They won the Central. It just like we said, it came like it. Like it was coming out of left field. They won it again in ninth, second in the division in 18, mm-hmm. then 17. So weird. <laughs> yeah, it is very much the forgotten team of the American League, I feel like for sure. Yeah, it's true. I mean, they have arms though, like Jay have Kenta Maeda, guys that I'm well versed in, so I can't really speak on. But in sure. the field, you have Donaldson, you have Polanco who's a beast Kepler. And then the face of the organization, as we all know, Nelson Cruz, mm-hmm. to me, I guess the arms that maybe lack some recognition, that's something I need to focus on more this season. I think maybe in agreement with that, it's like, we don't really have like the same arm. Right. I mean, yeah. you look at the Padres and every single arm that they have is a big thing. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait for that to develop. <laughs> That's going to be beautiful no. here. That's I how I felt like three years ago with the socks. I was like, just wait, just yes. wait, just wait. <laughs> and they're amazing now. So love that. Okay. Last one. This, this is a tomorrow back. race oh, on my. the forgotten bucket kickers. <laughs> she just had a burst of energy. <laughs> 
I mean, this is historically a very beautiful city. It's got a ton of culture. It's a very well-known and elite football team. Mm-hmm. Former home of the Supersonics. We've got rounding out the list for the most undervalued slash forgotten team. That word? The Seattle Mariners. Mm. <laughs> this, team, this team, man. I mean, all the talent in the world. When, but when I went through the roster, still I could only like notably recognize a really small handful of guys, and that's the problem. I mean, I'm sure you're definitely in the same boat with this one. I mean, yeah, probably couldn't name more than two or three of them. No. Um, yep, that's uh, that's don't even make me do it right, right? now. Right, no, <laughs> Kyle Seeger and James Paxton were the ones that stood out to me, but okay, middle yeah. to the half of the pack in their division for the last five years. For me, I think it's a lack of representation in the media for a lot of reasons maybe it's the location itself out there in seattle the lack of winning seasons even the lack of having that face organization like the face right so it, it could be that um uh, you need a superstar up it's tough to say but again another squad to focus on and kind of learn their talent scenes and behind a lot of the names that i'm like who the hell is that mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, like the, the part the hard part too is yes, you can, it's a lot easier when you have superstars on the team to be able to, you know, make those big names and see them on, you know, sports center highlights, you know, each day. Right. But the other part of it too, is you have to have like a marketable presence as a team as yes. well. And I feel like the Mariners, it's so hard to make them a marketable, desirable team to follow nationally. Like again, but all excited about you do what you, you know, you only know what you know where you live. So right, that's the hard part is they don't get national coverage. They're not a national commodity. Nobody loves them as far as I know out here. So you just have to be from Seattle to like them. <laughs> you know, to be honest, I see a lot of like, not, but plenty of like Mariners jerseys and like cool Mariner stuff because the designs look. <laughs> that's Okay. No offense, uh, but like that's how I felt about the Seattle Kraken for like the NHL. Yeah. I was like, that's so cool. I want to be a fan now. You know, like that's literally one of oh, the yeah. biggest reasons. So I think the vintage thing is definitely big with, you know, the upcoming generation. They love the old school look of, you know, all the vintage stuff. So that's definitely a reason why it's probably boosting right now. Overall, the whole purpose is to get these teams some more exposure, some more love, and just the the recognition that they deserve you know there you go yeah and a lot of people deserve some good recognition each week they do and i think it's time for ours for this week what do you think okay we can do this (laughs) all right and we're looking at announcing our mvp MVP of the the week week. All right, guys. So MVP of the week, this big boy, literally a big man. Again, talking about giants this week. I don't know what our deal is. Large. (laughs) Joel Embiid, the 76ers star. He has committed to giving his winnings from the NBA all-star game to many Philly homeless shelters. So essentially he's going to be donating a hundred thousand dollars to all these local organizations right after the Sixers organization came back immediately and announced that they'll donate an additional hundred thousand dollars to the same group. Cool. Another feel good vibes. Donations. (laughs) 
<laughs> Finally, somebody does it with the billions you have. Right. <laughs> Good lord. 100k is like $14 to us. <laughs> Oh, this boy. week we were all about the feel good vibes. Yes. Three. Yeah. It was a it's a it was a positive week. We like when that happens. We'll try to do yeah. that more. Positive. Often. And we're trying to get more love for those undervalued teams. It's all this week, people. We're taking you on emotional roller coaster as we go. Yeah. Like if you're <laughs> if you're a Seattle fan and you're like, man, I've been here all the time. I've got a group of us. Like we come rolling in hot, like a biker gang. Let us know, <laughs> right? Like, let us know. Tell us that so that we know that we're wrong. But, like, tell yeah. us that you're not forgotten. And you can do you can that. leave us a voice message. Yeah. Your .fm site doing that. You don't need an account. Why don't you just follow us on social media at the Couple of Catches Twitter, Couple of Catches, Instagrams, both at Avery J. Nick, at Caitlin underscore Sass. Do it. It's about do it. Happen. It's- That's from Starsky and Hutch. I just watched that recently. Oh. I just watched 50 First Dates. So love that. I can watch that over over and over again. I love Adam Sandler and I died. Sandler just... and Stiller, baby. My okay, my ultimate favorite, Vince Vaughn. Oh, love Vince. I'm talking about him for hours. I don't know what it is. It's like a very strange attraction to him, but he's oh just Oh my God. I love Reed. it. I love it. God. My it's ultimate he has this dry, like key sense of humor. And I'm like, yeah. I'm all for this yeah it's like weird how girls like those bad boys yeah no and my favorite my absolute favorite that he's ever been in is the breakup with jen aniston i think oh. they literally should just be married and i want them to be a real life couple but i know it's a little too late so it's okay really good at we love you chicago man <laughs> right well guys thank you again for tuning in this week yeah go Feels enjoy yourselves this week do something yeah. great have fun have a good weekend everybody we will next week episode six I couldn't six. think of the, the word in Spanish. Six. So six. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll talk later.